Before we start, we want to let you know we've launched a Patreon page where supporters can receive perks like bonus episodes and exclusive content. Because Pop Fiction Women is our passion project, a place where we give women space to show up and offer in-depth analysis in the ways we're used to hearing about male creators and their characters. We delve into creativity and psychology with a dash of astrology, and we have so much fun doing it. Just two friends breaking down books, movies, and shows like Normal People, Fleabag, and I May Destroy You. Every single aspect of this podcast we do ourselves, from the preparation to the recording, from the editing to the social media promotion. So we're adding a Patreon platform because we want to keep making the show you love and hopefully expand it even further. So please consider becoming one of our most complicated fans and contributing on Patreon. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash pop fiction women. This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. So foodie love. I'm so in love with this. Yes. I've been telling everyone I know. Oh, good. Everyone. I love to hear that. I know. I can't help myself. I'm like, it's so good. Yes, we're telling everyone. Although my friends, when I say it has subtitles, they're like subtitles. I'm like, no, 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 you have to. Because like I said to you, even though I do not speak Spanish, listening just to them talk, just is beautiful. it's beautiful. And like, I yeah. don't find it, obviously, I don't find it hard to read subtitles, but I mean, it doesn't get in my way. And it just the, the sound in my ears is just so beautiful that I, even though I don't know yeah. what they're saying, I feel like after a number of episodes too, I learn words. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm sure you do. I know after I watched the second time around and I find myself thinking in Spanish like I actually wrote notes and I was like when it ends or when it doesn't end I don't care no me importa and I'm like what why am I thinking in Spanish it's so wild so you speak Spanish like how much Spanish do you know I I I know a lot I know a lot I mean I was introduced to it from a young age and then also I like legitimately studied it for like 15 years but now this dialect they're in barcelona is it different for you or it is it is it is there's definitely but 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 that's hard for me to tell whether that's an issue there there are just some words i don't know it's a lot of vocabulary to know and i don't have that off the top of my head i know how to conjugate verbs and how to pronounce anything you know in front of me and i know a lot of verbs but the the nouns are usually the hardest part. I'm like, I just don't have the word for that. And then also there's w- different words f- to say the same thing right. all the time. And I I will point out a couple of those because I thought, sometimes I thought their translation was interesting, like what they put for the subtitle. I'm like, hmm, that's not really what they oh, said. Oh, so but, that's what I was going to ask you. When you're listening yeah. or watching, are you reading the subtitles or listening to the Spanish or both, I guess? Definitely both. Okay. I I have to read. I cannot possibly. Well, and by the way, we will discuss this when we get to episode two. But 
they in the show many languages are spoken yes so it's not always spanish i know right? so it's not always i'm spanish. so confused i'm like wait i think that's french wait wait what's happening yes. or okay <laughs> like because i know french and i'm like am i confused yeah. okay yeah it's amazing so i am always reading but i am listening to and they speak like the words what they're saying is generally a little bit ahead of the words mm-hmm. so yes it makes it easier to do both, yeah. to listen and to read. But I absolutely need the subtitles. Okay. But I don't know. I I am not afraid of subtitles. I just generally think sometimes, like I think of old foreign movies yes. or something. I'm like, oh, it's just boring. Yes. Like, this is just boring. So do I. Foodie love is not boring. It's also so visually beautiful that it's just like yes. the food shots and the travel shot, everything. Yes. It's just so yes. visually interesting that I, I don't, that's what I say to people. I'm like, I'm just telling you, watch it. You will not even think about the subtitles. Yeah. It's so no beautiful. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, so beautiful. The the background and then also their chemistry too. I mean, these are two people worth looking at. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> chemistry is hot. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to do some recaps. Let's talk about what, what we're doing here. We're going to do some recaps. I think I'm going to say to people that you can listen to this, at least the first couple episodes, right, Mm -hmm. without having watched it. If you're not sold on it, I think there's going to be spoilers, but like they go on a second date. Right. That's your spoiler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you're not sold on watching the show, putting it on, investing in it, I think you can listen to this and, and see if it intrigues you a little more. Because while we're not doing spoiler free I do just think it's the kind of show that lends itself to being able to talk about it even before you've watched it I think it's very similar to normal people as Mm -hmm. we've discussed it's just a lot about two people and kind of almost nothing happens and yet everything happens it's like so we're not giving away plot twists or you know surprise spoilers or like cliffhangers there's nothing like that you're not watching this show for that experience so it's just exactly But it's so good. So good. Okay, so Foodie Love is the app Mm -hmm. that this particular man and woman meet on and they decide to meet for coffee. That's the first episode. It's just coffee. You can tell that they've both been hurt. They're reticent about meeting up. And they each on their way justify it to themselves. Oh, it's just coffee. And she says, 10 minutes. And he says, (laughs) it's just coffee. 30, Four, maybe 45, 45 minutes. <laughs> Slightly different expectations. Same uh, thought, which, but, you know, different time. That's for which, sure. Which I just love because that is, that's relationships in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. You think you're on the same page. If we're meeting just for a coffee, but then their expectations are different right from the start. Right, right. But before they even get together, we learn a little bit about them, right? Yes. They are sort of talking into the camera. The format of the show is very very original and fresh they're talking right into the camera to start and they're talking about the things that they like and things that they don't like and they're they're talking a little bit about their own lives but like like you said to introduce these characters I agree with you so mm -hmm. original like and yet I learned in what was it maybe five minutes so much about each of them yes yeah and presumably they're talking about food but they're really not talking about food. They're talking about life and mm-hmm. love and relationships. Yeah. She goes on uh, this whole diatribe about pizza. pizza. 
What do you think about <laughs> it that? It can be a disappointment. <laughs> well, yes. yes, I yeah, because you know it it almost like never lives up to the promise of what it what it looks like to you, right? Or what the anticipation? Right. right. And she says, like, as soon as she has it, she's kind of satisfied, and then whatever desire she had is is extinguished or squelched. Mm-hmm. Which just tells you, I mean, I don't agree at all yeah, about pizza. I was like, I will riot right here if you, take, oh, just, just like yes. I don't agree with her on rosé wine, but still. Okay, okay. <laughs> but the pizza thing is, just shows you what she's really yes. saying is she likes the idea of things more, more than the actual mm-hmm. thing yes. itself or the experience itself is always a letdown. And that is something I can absolutely relate to. I do get caught up in the idea of something and then the inevitable letdown when it happens or when you're there or when you have to keep going. Like Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm here now. And it's like, oh, no, we have to do this every day. Yes. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So that I could really relate to, even though I don't agree about pizza. Right. And then, and then him. Oh, but the one thing she hates that I just also hate. Yes. Oh my God. When people who start clearing the plates before you're done eating. Oh, Like I'm some sort of nuisance to you. She says, I'm like, oh, preach. Will you just preach? Right. What is with the people who start cleaning up the plates while I'm still sitting there? I could sit there with the plates and talk and have my wine. I'm like, yes. why are we racing to clean up? Where, where, where are we I... going? What you invited me over? <laughs> like, what, what, what? Those people that start <laughs> scraping all the dirty plates onto a single mm. plate at the table. I'm like, yeah. do you want? Oh, should we bring the dishwasher no. over here? I mean, I, right. Sorry, I was so with no. her on that. I am too. I don't know. I have. I have to think about it. At a house, I'm not sure I care as much. Well, house, to think people about do it. it at my house. They think they're helping. I'm eat, we're, oh, like yeah. I've made the dinner, and then they want to start cleaning up, and I know that it right. comes from a good place. But I'm like, sit, yes. like relax, like you're rushing me right. at my own table. Right. Then. Back off, back off. So I'm with you on yeah. that too. So yes. I agreed with her on yes. some things, not others. But yeah, then we meet him and his sock drawer. Oh, mm-hmm. and then I realized yes. that he was like my long lost like. Oh, perfect mate. Because <laughs> his socks are well, so organized. Mine are not, by the way. But as I told you, I, okay. I, I'm into external orderliness. And I told you right. my, my yes. closet's actually a disaster. But it's my dream. Like what he had like that. Oh, oh. I looked at it and I like immediately was calm. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, look at that. They're so nicely Whoa. organized. I know. Anyway, was, he's looking for yes. his lucky socks. No, I, I, actually, I actually understand that. I Marie kondo like the drawers I do that with the kids clothes uh-huh. and Mike I do that but it just never lasts no I'm it like, doesn't I don't That's feel why, the same yeah. satisfaction no, as babe, people do I but. agree it's impossible to keep it that way but yeah it is but anyway he's got these socks and they're I liked that they were I like a guy with some personality oh, yeah socks. he does he, yeah. they're fun socks right? but he's missing his lucky socks and he says without them nothing has gone right and so we know right. right off the bat that he says he's in sort of like a depressive state or maybe well, absent-mindedness. Yeah, he says nothing has gone right. It hasn't gone wrong. Yeah. But it's just been, like he says, kind of tasteless, absent-minded yeah. is what the word he uses. He says someone someone would call it a depressive state, right. but he doesn't like that right. word. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we know he's kind of in a funk, yes, to say the least. Right. And it's that kind of funk where nothing is as good as you want it to be. Right. Like just, it's uh, it's all a little colorless and tasteless and which will turn around for him mm-hmm. soon. They meet at, for coffee. 
I mean, there's so many other things. There but. is. I mean, one thing on the way to coffee I thought was interesting yes. when he says yes. that he wonders about people who have been together, you know, for 50 years, um, which is so mm-hmm. something I do. He's like, do they still kiss? Like, do they run out of things to yes. say? Like, do they still screw? Like, how many times? Like, like what's right. the secret? And like, this is what he's pondering yeah. on his way to coffee and yes. I just was like oh this is interesting I like this guy no I did like that too but I just am like look there's no fucking secret no I it know. doesn't matter I like know. just as many people don't work out that kiss every day or have sex once a month or have sex once a year or have sex once a day it doesn't like there's no secret that connects the longevity of right. a relationship none none that I know at least there may be secrets for every couple like this is our thing and if we didn't have this thing we would fall apart yes but there's no universal thing and so but I got the sense from that and then on his yes. whole I'm kind of on an unlucky streak that he's in some sort of like state like we said where either definitely yeah, no, things haven't gone right for him he's a little yes. neurotic or insecure in the relationship you know like like what like yes. maybe like what am I always doing wrong like maybe what are they yes. doing right you know yes. so we just kind of yes. get this sense of him on the way there which then you see throughout is kind of his personality yes yes, yes. so they're having coffee and there's these little devices the cartoon cutaways oh God, I love it the word bubbles right? and the cartoon yeah cutaways. and the word bubbles too yes there's so m- because we all know there's so much unsaid yes when you're especially when you first meet someone but not even especially always there's just always things unsaid and so they put up these little kind of cartoon thought bubbles to let us know what they're really thinking even when they're saying something different or they're not saying exactly what they mean and I love that little glimpse into what they're thinking which is not something you normally get in a visual medium and and tv exactly and sometimes i love that sometimes whatever he's thinking then she's thinking like knows that he's thinking that you know what i mean it's great um and the voiceovers that that'll that's a technique she uses a lot so yes but it's just so awkward when they're talking yeah right so the whole thing's just like i love it i love that it's so awkward at first yes you know that's perfect i mean that's what would happen it's just true yeah right it's just true and like and then he did what is so something I would do I don't think you would do this you know he's just like right off the bat like he knows it's awkward so instead of just sort of like letting it like play out or whatever you know Mm -hmm. he's just like like I'm a disaster at these things like uh, a total disaster like you know right I don't know how to make small talk like but like that's so something I would say I would just start talking and right and it's just like and I love it she's just like like, so yeah. you want me to tell you that everyone's a disaster, right. but like, I'm not going to do that. Like, that seems like something you would say. Like, I can't help you out here. Yes. Like, maybe you are a disaster. Yes. Maybe you aren't. But I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, don't worry. Everyone's a disaster. At right. Things. Instead, she's right. like, well, I'm. I loved what she. Yeah. And I loved what she was thinking, which yeah. is, yeah, it's not easy anymore when you're trying to plan, kind of play it straight. She's like, I used to like when I went into a bar, just sat on a guy's <laughs> lap and kissed him and was like, what's your name? I mean, I was like, yes. Oh, the simple days. Yes, that was much easier here oh god yes you kind of also immediately see their personalities there yes and you see their personalities and how kind of different they are but they're very much in the same place Mm -hmm. and that is what you have the feeling will make them work right they're kind of looking for the same things they're worried about the same things she's going on and on about her guilt and she confronts that more in episode two 
like what it's really about. But she's always kind of checking her guilt. Yeah. And so they're pretty hung up and neurotic right now. And they both are. Yes. But in different ways. And it comes out in different ways. And it's for different reasons maybe. But they're in the same place enough that going forward might be a good thing for the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. But... Oh, right. And he says, I either try too hard or not hard enough. Yeah. He says he doesn't like games, but sometimes it's inevitable. I like that part, too. Then I was like, we really yeah. are meant to be together here. I don't like games. <laughs> uh, right? But yeah, you're And he brings up, more. you know, all the expired stuff in his fridge. And that's how he mentions mm-hmm. yuzu. Yuzu, is that how you say it? The sauce yes. from Japan. And then that's Which when too. we find out. Yeah, that's a real yeah. striking point for the two. Yeah, because she says that she lived in Japan for a year where she had met mm-hmm. someone. She almost got married. And that's our first sort of flashbacks that we'll see many of to her ex-fiance. Yes. And... Oh, and the intensity there, too. Jesus, cow. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. I like when she says she's good at hiding how crazy she is. (laughs) And he's like, good. I'm a a magnet for unstable women. And then she's like in her her head, oh, he's not as serious as I thought he was. Like, oh, he can make a joke. Yes. Because he goes on about being a magnet for unstable women and how strong it is. Yes. Yeah, and the nuns are the worst. But but when she says I'm good at hiding how crazy I am, I don't know about you, but at first yeah. I was like, now I don't know if she's kidding or is she really that crazy? And right. I think for him, he's like, oh boy. I think it's true, but also like, is it? Isn't everybody crazy? Like, isn't everybody a little off? Yeah. You know, yeah. like we just all have our own baggage, I guess. And so she can come off normal for a while, but. But she she's good at hiding how crazy she is. I loved that. It was and great. then they start, yeah. And then they are really having another really nice moment after the connecting on Japan and the food, and then that moment, and they're laughing, and they decide to have another cup of coffee together. And you're like, okay, this is after this she is... made the joke about she wanted to check out his bottom, like and yeah, checking yes. out a man's bottom well, or. That's right. When they decide to have the second cup, then he she oh, right. says, oh, "I should go get it because those." the woman up there looks unstable you might you know yeah. draw her in with your magnet <laughs> and then yes and then they do talk about that that was one of them words that I thought was the most they talk about cool they said kula right and sh- they translate it as bottom but yeah. it is a it's a vulgar like it's more it's more like ass, ass. okay really that's is. what I figured yeah. yeah yeah and she's like talking about why don't we talk about men's asses more? Right, exactly. Because with women, men can choose from the ass or the breasts. But with men, it's really only yeah. about their ass. It's true. Yes. We should talk yes. about this more. I was like, I love that part. And I knew, I was I like, I don't too. think it's bottom. Is it really? I'm so glad you said that because yeah. I was like, that's a terrible translation. It loses no, the, yeah. uh, I don't know, the, the, the luster there. Yes, yeah. or yes, yeah, something. It definitely loses something in it in the translation but I guess they didn't want to write but because that's so juvenile right, right? but it's a it thing for more... her to say and I love it because yes, it's flirtatious I... but it's also like yes. basically saying what a lot of women think which is yeah when you get up right. and check out your ass and he's like acts all like how dare you and she's like like this is what fucking yeah. men do every time we get up every time we I, I loved that too yeah so it was kind of nervy of her to do it and then also she's constantly like ribbing him in this yes. in this way of like well, welcome to the club. Every single time a woman gets up, she's wondering who's looking at her ass and how does it look and is it okay? And 
you know, so so when he's blushing and he's feeling self-conscious about it because now she's brought it up, he she has no sympathy for him. Yeah. She's like, deal with it. I this is what we it. deal with all the time. Exactly. Yes, I loved that too. Like, okay, and gets up. <laughs> He's like, hmm. yes, what else can he do? Exactly. And so they're having a wonderful moment and then he gets up and goes, gets the coffee and she goes out to have a smoke and oh, yeah. he, like the show turns on a dime over and over in this episode, right? Because he comes back with the coffee and he thinks she's gone. Yeah, he like really <laughs> she's freaks just out. Left. He really freaks out, And this right? is his insecurity, which again will keep coming up like totally. he- I don't know, you know, he just always thinks like, oh, that's it. She's done. She's dumped me or she's never coming back or she's not going to show in the first place or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. And it does. And she did take her bag and her jacket, I guess. So he was like, that's it. She's gone. Right. What have I done? She's just gone. And I thought it was going well. What (laughs) happened? Am I I wrong? And then she glances in and notices that he... Mm thinks she's left and then she again talks about her guilt and now I have to feel guilty about this and but it is I mean it is a little she she's kind of callous or maybe capricious at at the least because I mean who would just get up and go have a smoke with on a first date like it's something you would say when you go get the coffee I'm I'm gonna go out for a smoke or or, or if she doesn't want to say she's smoking, she could say, I'm going to use my phone or something. Right. You know, she could have right just back. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And then she's annoyed. Like, but, oh, great. Now another yes. thing I have to be guilty about. I don't know. Like, exactly. well, you did get up and leave him there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Without thinking about right. how he might feel about it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, I mean, and then she says this date is not going as expected meaning though it's going so well i mean it was a really exceptional first date it was exceptional it was right mm-hmm. i was like this does not happen i hope you know this yeah. people and as, as as doubtful as you are about where it will go and what it will mean it, you still ha- that was a great they had real conversation they talked about they had a lot in common they had things they want, like future things in common. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, it was a great date. I really love the part, though, that then when they yes. when she sits back down and they talk about the couple yes. behind the bar. Yes, the I knew it. Yes. This, yes. I love this. Of course, of course. So they're yes. a couple, you know, and they start pondering, like, what's it like to work with um, someone you're in a relationship with? Because she thinks, oh, that must be terrible. It's you terrible. have to work together, mm-hmm. live together. Then when you when you're done doing all the work, you, you know you have to go home and you're tired and it's like you, you they must never really like really see each other, you know, because they're too busy yes. doing that. And then he is such a romantic and says, yeah, "Well, unless it's like this," and tells a story basically of how maybe they clean up and he puts on Italian music and she comes mm. up behind him and puts her arms around his waist and sees him for the first time and she's so she's like. How can she see him? She's behind him. I and I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I don't know. really get the idea of like, quote unquote, seeing each other. I know now we, you and I now yes. have a, a fuller understanding of what that means. But I don't like that term. I, and I wouldn't take it so literally, but I don't like it. And so I, I liked that he she says did that. It, right. That she was like, 
well, she's behind him. How can he, how can they see each other? Right, and he gives response. And I like, which is, it's a figure of speech, meaning yeah. you think that because they work together, that it would all get kind of jumbled up together and there would never be time for them just to be with each other. And he's positing a scenario where they do share a moment. How about that? Whether it's yes. that they're looking at each other or not, but it's a, an intimate moment. There's intimacy. And I think mm-hmm. that's what he means about being seen. Yeah. That they steal a moment. Yeah, but I, and I like that she pushed him because yeah. where where they get to is connect. Yes, right. Because that's the difference. Exactly. In her story, they, they essentially just walk side by side, parallel lives. Mm-hmm. They work together. They go home together. They're sitting on the couch they together. She's reading a book. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. watching a TV. Yeah. So they don't connect. And in his version, he realizes maybe they still just go home and read a book and watch TV and they but there's these little moments of connection yes. and that is what relationships that keeps relationships going not that. when you're side by side as strangers yeah. yeah so I loved that they got there together and, and then the glimpse we get at the very end of the barista yes. couple he, is his scenario like where they that do. he was right yeah yes. it was oh, I uh, loved that yes and, I loved it too the other yeah. thing I love is when he touches her finger after. Mm-hmm. There's just talk about a moment of connection. And that's like yes. such an appropriate one at this stage, right? It's even mm-hmm. a little gutsy for a first date, but he does it kind yes. of spontaneous. And yeah. Well, he says it was unintentional. And, right, but, but it, we, he couldn't, maybe it wasn't like I, maybe it sort of was involuntary. Like he just kind of got caught up. Right. Well, I viewed yes. it as he just, his hand was yes. near hers and he just couldn't help it. Like wanted to touch yes, her. just like touch yes. her and almost like a spark and then he like took it back. I just thought it yes. was so awkward and adorable all at once. Yes. Uh, yes, It totally. was, it just totally. was yes, perfect was. for this stage, you know, of yes. the relationship between them. So, yes. Oh, the, yes. I mean, this this and the close-ups of the coffee can we just talk about this I don't know <laughs> I don't drink coffee so I I, well, I have... do but I yeah I don't drink it the way they drink it I just thought right. like it is different with her twisting the orange in her finger mm. and like oh how yes. when we saw oh, they okay. zoom in on their empty coffee cups like I, I don't know it does in my mind I could picture the taste like they were just like so creamy looking and like bitter I don't know I did get a little bit of that but I just thought there was something even just romantic about the uh, the empty coffee cups in front of them about what they've just shared I don't know I mean the show is an incredibly it's it's a sensory experience it is. right I don't even drink coffee and I was definitely I could still in my mouth tasted the bitterness yes. of what they were drinking and then the the orange in my mind even made it more bitter and yeah I yeah, it's a whole sensory experience. You are not just looking at it. You are thinking about those things. It's crazy. It's and crazy. I, I really don't like the expression food porn, but this show is food mm. porn. I mean, I, I just like some of the, well, I mean, not the coffee episode, but when we get to some of the food, it's it's a full body experience, this show. Experience, mm-hmm. it is. The two other things that he, that I have to point out, she says... There's a cutaway where she says, I don't mind being poor and alone, but I don't want to be sad and lonely. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's before they start talking about the couple, right? Yep. It's like, 
and how you can be together but alone and or feel lonely and I just thought that was so the way she juxtaposed those words Mm -hmm. I was like oh it's so fucking good and then he is it in this one oh when he's saying he wants to see her again he's like you intrigue me like let's do something else and I loved that because later on in a future episode he will say you confuse me and I thought about what the there's like a fine line between intrigue and confusing right yeah they're both involve some sort of mystery some sort of unknowable quality and one is enticing intriguing is good like it makes you want more but confusing is too much and yes. but it's along that same spectrum so you want somebody or he does clearly that is a little unknowable but also not right. so much that he feels confused exactly and I like but he's that easily confused spectrum. So. <laughs> yeah i don't know she works pretty hard she, at it she but go does ahead. Yeah. and yes. how about that we don't know their names and we will never know yeah, their names what, we did no they're not which oh, was no. so interesting of course i did read an article where she said that she tried she really tried and there was just no names tried to give them names yes. this wasn't like on purpose like it's not like this she, she goes people probably think i was trying to be mysterious or i had some right you know hidden meaning here she goes the real yeah. truth is there were no names that suited them every name this has never happened to me we we should say she's a oh very acclaimed God. writer and director yes. in spain and she's like this has never happened to me and i kept promising hbo don't worry, don't worry, you know, it says him or her for now, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put in a name, I'm going to put in a name. She goes, and then at the end, I was like, I have no names for them. They have no names. She said every name she tried sounded preposterous. She goes, I don't know. They just, just didn't work. So I said, they don't have names. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I did not know that. I thought it was like intentional because like, it's like uh, so many metaphors. I think of like, you lose yourself when Uh, you fall in love and that she it's just not couldn't do important. it. <laughs> oh, but that has to be symbolic of what she was going for, well, too. Yes. There's no way she just couldn't. Well, and I think they're, that's sort of her all point the names. Like literally, never, all the names were preposterous. Well, it, nothing fit. And I think to kind of what you're saying, though, she's trusted herself enough, having done this, that yeah. she did. I think probably really there's a reason for this. I'm not gonna like right that whatever it may yeah. be that it didn't feel nothing felt right so she just went with what felt right which is they don't have names that is bizarre. it didn't bother that's, me either did it bother you it I, didn't it, bother me until you just told me that oh now shoot. i'm like all right that's a little ridiculous no 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 no, no. it's not gonna ruin anything i'm right. already in love with them so we're talking about the creator isabel Coihet, right depending yeah. on spanish or catalan who is a superstar in spain and this is if her first foray into tv and i hope it's there's Didn't more seasons she hopes there is too so that's good oh you know great, she has two great, more so seasons exciting. in mind when she conceived oh no of this, i didn't know that yeah, when, so you're gonna exciting. love this she conceived oh, of yes. it as three seasons one in each stage of their lives Ooh, so that is cool to me interesting right. oh yeah i could see okay. That's but so she says, I hope they'll let me because I have I have two more seasons in my head. Oh, that even reminds me more of normal people. people, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's three different stages in their lives: high school, college, and post college. I know. All I knew about Isabel is what you texted me, which was we finally have a superstar Aries. It's just which this is a pretty badass one to get. 
Corinne to be your son. Uh, so exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not worth the wait, worth the wait. <laughs> All right. So episode two. Breakfast which in is, Kentucky. Oh, this is one of my absolute favorites. Episode two just is such a uh, stunner for me. I love it on so many levels. And in episode one, Isabel always puts in another character, right? Yes. To To show you the same thing that she's exploring. It doesn't take away from it, but it is different. It's, it's besides the the guy and the girl that are the subjects of the show, Food right, Love. Right. So, and in episode one, we have the the two behind the bar, and then we also have the writer who mm-hmm. we really didn't talk about because it was eh, it wasn't so. Yeah. I think episode one really did rightfully need to be mostly about them. Right. But episode two starts with the bar owner. Oh, she's so who, cool. Ah, oh, so cool because this whole episode is takes place in a bar that is just. And he describes it in episode one. It's it's cool and unique. I think he says atomic cocktails. Yeah. But it's not hipster. Pretentious, like, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is and based so on a real place where you do go. <gasps> it th- is? Every, every place in this show is based on a real place that she loves. Oh, Including this that. bar where you do go through a meat locker. And get to the back to have what is kind of a hidden speakeasy place. Yes, these are all places, real places. So, oh, I love that because I totally want to go there now. I know. Where that one's in Barcelona? I think it is. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, I gotta go. I know. When we can go places, God, this show too is such a tease during the pandemic. I just want to go places. But yes. Oh, cannot. Yes, I agree completely. So we start with this bar owner and she just cracks me up. She is very cynical. She says humans are cretins. She hates all the people. She's amazing. And it seems obsessed with cats. She's meowing and like clawing know, at the I camera over and over, which I also love. And she's like, Exactly. Yeah. She's apparently and her voice. Oh, oh her, I love voice her voice is so too. cool. So husky and yeah. Is apparently a very talented actor and French director. Her name is Agnes. Okay. I can't say her name, but okay. yes, yeah, some of these people, these secondary characters are also pretty famous or well known in their own right. I know, which I you know, we maybe And they were like, sure. Her. Yeah, maybe we'll, they're friends we'll of hers, do. maybe because yeah. she is who she is, she can get yeah. them to do it. But like, yeah, she she definitely wanted to have these other characters. Like you said, it's sort of mirror the main plot. Mm-hmm. And this episode, yes. I think, is a great example of that with the bartender oh. and then the woman at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's who I was going to go yeah. to next because they do go to her next. Mm-hmm. The older married woman who it, she so she is speaking in French. I love her. Like, I really yes. love her little storyline here. Love, uh, me too. And I love, the right right out of the gate, she's like, you ever notice how tired and married sound the same, <laughs> especially in Spanish, which is true because yes. in Spanish it's can, cansada and casada. Yes. So it's the only difference is an N, cansada, casada. Uh-huh. And they, and how... clearly we know from her point of view like she that's where she's coming she's tired she's married and she's tired yeah right and she says she comes to the bar every night alone so she can concentrate on her drinking i love this because the first drink focuses her Mm -hmm. then the second 
makes well she says it focuses her she's she knows she's the real me this is the real me whatever that means and she also poo-poos she's like i don't like meditation i don't like yoga it bores me i come and concentrate on my drinking and the first drink focuses me and i'm I'm like the real me whatever that is and then this yeah go ahead yeah the second makes me forget who i am and the right. third one cheers me up because I've forgotten who I am. Oh, so great. Love that. Yes. It is like yes. a ritual meditation for her. I was like, now this I could get on board with. Everyone yes. wants me to meditate. Maybe I should just be drinking more. Maybe. But, but, it, but I don't the know. way she's But it's also extremely drinking, sad. It's yeah. extremely it's also sad. But very uh, sad. Yes. It is. But it's also the way she described it before we saw her sit down and drink it did it didn't seem like you know she's just going in getting sloshed it seemed like a meditative experience yes you know but yes 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 and she's very she's obviously very aware Mm. and that is to me the only thing less sad than the only thing more sad than being sad is being unaware of it right Mm -hmm. and she is not unaware so they i really appreciate that she's just like this is my choice. For whatever reason, she's staying in her marriage. Mm-hmm. She's lonely. She knows what's going on. She's not oblivious to it. And yeah. she's just like, this is my choice, whether it's for now right. or forever or whatever it is. She's she's aware of that. And I do really appreciate that. Yeah. And then let's let's so let's talk about her arc throughout this, because then she sits down at the bar and she the bartender are our our favorite friend who mm-hmm. likes Westerners gives her a drink and she wants her to guess what's in it. And she's like, hmm. And then she's, this woman starts speaking Spanish. The one who's speaking French then does start speaking Spanish, which is right, which thoroughly that. confusing. And they keep saying cilantro, <laughs> but the translation is coriander. So is it coriander or is it cilantro? So <laughs> in Spanish, right? there is no word for, the word for coriander is cilantro. Oh, can they say it so many times? Because so, then the man sits down with her and then she's telling him. Right. And then and then the, the subtitles pop up, coriander, question mark. Yes, exactly. What's going on here? So he, oh, so yeah. So he sits, so a man comes and sits next to her on the bar, at the bar. But she's Gorgeous. already looked at the camera though and said, like, I look around and like these people don't oh, realize yes. oh, this is you. the best yes. time of their life, you know, that basically yeah. she's giving this lesson in how mm-hmm, she right. hopes, I think, younger people will realize mm-hmm. that this is the best time of your life. So basically, you know, accept that drink, kiss that person, yes. you know, talk to yes. that guy, flirt with Even whoever. if you don't yeah. know how much you like them, just yes. do it. Just do it. Basically a lesson yes. on whatever you can experience just experience it now while you can because don't take it for granted yes and you'll remember like these are the things you'll remember you'll remember the sex the loving nights the wild times both the memorable and the flops the good and the bad but it's just that that you will never have a time in your life with so many experiences. Right. You know, you don't die. You don't. Right. It, but you just, as you get older, the opportunities for so, I, I do look back and feel like we just experience so much when you're younger. Yes. And you don't get that kind of opportunity as you get older. Yeah. So you it can is still sad have experiences. Too, like yes. I mean, she, she's looking at it now from her vantage point and, and it is sad, but then the hot guy sits down next to her and it gets better, so. Yes. Well, does it, though? It, I, don't, uh, I don't think it's... It's still sad. Uh, it's still sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
But here's the thing. I do think she's right, but you don't have to be sad about just the fact that you have less experiences in life. There are different experiences and you do trade one thing for another in life. There's much more security. There's much more, more can come out of you. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, when you're in a more stable, deep-rooted place. So But but it is clear that she is very lonely and she is sad. Whether that fact alone makes one sad or lonely is is up for debate. But it is clear that she is sad and lonely, I think. Correct. Yes. And then this hot fucking guy comes and sits down next to her. I'm like, wow. Right? And right off the bat, he's clearly, you know, he's looking at her. He's very interested in her. Yeah. Right. He and yeah, he's not he manages to be hot and cool and talk to her without being like creepy and even when she says no. like how old are you and and gives the standard line like I could be your mother, even his answer on that was kinda like, Yeah, I mean you could be or like something. He says like Yeah. I don't know, he doesn't get weirded out. Like there's just a nice energy between no but but also she's weirded out when he's like, Yeah, actually you could be because I don't know my mother, I'm adopted. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) But but yeah no I mean I did think this is a farcical fantasy this doesn't happen the guy the super hot guy even if he comes and sits down next to you he definitely says something creepy and weird and it's all awkward and this is like just a and hey it's never this smooth yeah never no exactly you can't think that this is ever gonna no. but it was nice to watch it was, it was nice really to watch was. it was nice it to was watch nice. her kiss him and yeah and she says i can't believe you don't have a girlfriend and he's pretty honest like well i'm a demanding man you know yeah. I, I don't and she says oh you don't want one you don't want a woman with baggage and he's like well some baggage is it's yes. interesting it's worthwhile yes. and clearly he obviously thinks that because then he says i'm adopted actually mm-hmm. He's like, you don't, so he's not afraid of damage. He's mm-hmm. not afraid of kind of putting out there, like, this is who I am. And then she says, you're good looking and you know it. And yeah. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. He comes back with, you're lovely too, but you've forgotten. And that's a problem. I loved oh, that line. That, I was like, so good. I was like, damn. She's true. So she is lovely. And she probably has yes. forgotten. Forgotten. She clearly has forgotten. Yes. Yes. The way she's just like so taken by him and his looks, it just you just know that she's forgotten that she's, uh, you know, she's on par. Yeah. Like, what What's the problem here? Yes. And good. all of this is happening. Well, and we haven't even gotten to our girl and guy of of the show. So, exactly. So that's and it's why all this is, intermixed, but. Yes. To really stand out. But yeah, our poor guy is just sitting there getting wasted, waiting for her, waiting for her. And I know. And she's late, and we see that she's actually in bed with some other guy, which is what is making her late. That's what we're seeing flashes of. We don't know who he is or what's going on. Yeah. But she seems like a little bit of a mess and yeah and trying to yeah. get out and she can't find her phone she lost her glasses and then she's late and she hates to be late and meanwhile he's just sitting there like she's never coming she's i never know coming. and i love what he says he 
he not only is she late but he got there early yes because he wanted to savor the, the moments of expectation. expectation this is so me i, I get get everywhere see oh you see you're him I'm i know her. exactly I, I get, yeah. i've been waiting yeah. for this to say this and I, <laughs> and I have seen the whole thing but i keep waiting thinking like oh are we gonna switch like at some point am i gonna be like right maybe no Mm-mm. i think no, the whole okay. time it is mm. i am him and you are her I mean, okay, I'm all right. Because I would never do that. I would never show up. Early. Now, I, I like her. I don't like to be late. But I would never. First of all, just saying savoring moments of expectation just makes me want to like well, I wouldn't it, say scratch that. my skin. I wouldn't say that. But I would be early probably for other reasons because of just the yeah. anal retentiveness. Right. But I could see being like yeah. the good part of that being the excitement waiting i'm not sure i would let that be the driving force like it sounds like it is for him like it sounds like he purposely went there early for that yeah, i would well, probably I mean, I go think for it's more exaggerated yes yes right. it's probably exaggerated but well, and he, he wants to get but his it drink, does highlight get the spot. a different yeah, yeah right see but that's that is all part of it that uh, and i hate that part uh-huh. that's the part i would want to be avoiding so yeah. mm-hmm. so i would not be there that I like to come in in a whirlwind and be like, yes. oh my God, here I am. Yeah. Okay, what are we getting? Let's get a drink. Let's do, that, what are we doing? Like she did, except that then he's yes. mad. So then, you know, they're a little. Well, because she's an hour and a half late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but I even like that. They're both like, he kind of, because he's drunk now, he actually is being a little right. more like, eh, well, you were, you know, what were you doing? Yeah. You know, she's like, yes. you're, you're pissed. And he's like, I'm not pissed, yes. but he is pissed. But and he says, he they go back and forth a few times and then he says you know what i am angry but not at you yeah right and what mm-hmm. does he say ah uh, oh he's angry and he only tells this to us he says he's angry because he feels frail he is frail yeah and anything that goes wrong makes me think the universe is against me yeah i'm not quite Ooh. as defeatist attitude as him that's where i lose him he's got a lot of this throughout where, and that's where he becomes my husband yeah yeah i can't Definitely. he's like a little fatalistic at yes. times and everything yes. is gonna go wrong or look yes. at that yes. i mean yeah yes <laughs> which but i i loved and she is she tries to kind of come in with this hard exterior but she is again talking about her guilt and she feels guilty and she i love the kind of pep talk she says to herself you know you're not guilty about this guy. You don't even know this guy. You're guilty because you're fucking up yep. and you're repeating bad patterns and you're self-sabotaging. And she says, basta, enough. Yes. I love, she's I like, love enough. It. I, I Like love to herself, that. like, come on. like mm-hmm. Yes, and just go and enjoy this night for what it is, whatever it will be. And I loved that. Yeah. I really, I really loved that. And then she does lie to him and says she's she gives him she tries really hard not to lie and doesn't give him an excuse for why he's she's late but he presses her yeah and she finally comes out with a lie it's probably it's like two truths and a lie right she does she admits that she's a book reviewer she tells him what she does uh, for a job she may have been working late but we also know that her nap that she took was with someone else so yeah <laughs> that part she she kind of leaves out yeah her nap exactly in quotes. yes mm-hmm. yes exactly so and but she talks about her job which 
Interestingly, they did not talk about on the first date. I kind of loved that. I don't know yeah. if that's a again a cultural like European thing, right? But I, I wish it was more like that. I know where that here. isn't the like number one because it's people usually bring the up. very first. Right. Yeah, exactly, the mm-hmm. very first thing. Right. But but we do find out that she's a book reviewer and she shits on memoir. I know, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Now I I don't. I do think memoir has come a long way, but I am a fiction person. Right. So I kind of secretly loved what she was saying. She's like, oh, forget about your past. Would you move on? Oh, my God. That was awesome. Go, and, you know, actually, yes. we don't, and we don't find out what he does until the next one. So you're right. Yes. I do like that, too, oh, how it kind of gets worked that. in. Yes. More organically. And, and she calls memoir self-fiction. Yes, I and like I didn't know just if that was some lying translation about thing too, though. I was like, wait, because so, for me, sometimes I do wonder if it's a translation thing or, or whatever, but maybe yeah, not. I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but I just, I appreciated it on a number of levels because maybe I think in the next episode, we we talk more about fake news, which we'll come to, but I thought it tied in with that, this idea that essentially we're all just lying to ourselves yeah, yeah, right and exactly. like yeah so I liked that term of art whether it is perfect translation or not I just I still appreciated it and then they shit on Carl o- Ove, I know. which I also appreciated that they first of all had the same feeling and he says it's the worst crap ever but it makes his sister feel special yeah. he says <laughs> But sublimating daily life, ugh, and he's like, you know, they're both navel gazing and f- right. fuzz in your navel. Fuzz in your and navel. Lint or yeah, and then whatever. They, they say they, they, they hate the same things, and that's a good thing because hatred brings people together. together. Which also, which, which reminded true. me of, and it reminded me of Taylor Swift. There's, doesn't she has a line in one of her songs on folklore that's, it's in Mad Woman oh. that that hating hating me has brought, brought you two, two together. together. Yes, that, oh yes, my gosh! Yes. No, that was great. That back and forth. I love, and this happens in a, a bunch of episodes where they talk about like movies or books. Yes. I love it. I did. Too. Yes, I love that too. They do have a real chemistry, a real ease, and it's not it's not simple to have that. I it's mean, I'm not. not even talking about in the dating world, like even just like meeting people outside and it's like, you know, oh, I don't, don't watch that or I haven't read that or I just don't, we don't, we can't connect on that. But when you can, it's like such a great feeling. And it's not easy to write. I, I think for it no. to come out so oh, natural gosh. and, and yes. like banter back and forth. But I, it's you just, are so right. It's very she hard. Makes, she makes this look effortless and her dialogue is just phenomenal and it's not only not only the cadence of it and the back and forth it just makes sense but also the that there's there's always multiple levels like are they talking about food or are they talking about love and relationships and are they talking about books or movies are they talking about the what it's like to be a human being in the world it's just it's incredible incredible Yeah. yeah and then we we get back to our bartender who who talks about gin and tonics? I loved this oh, because I yes. used to always drink gin and drink oh. and to, gin and tonic was my drink of choice for a very long time. And do you know what I always say about gin and tonics? Like no, no one should be allowed to have more than one of those. Clearly, the bartender oh. 
feels the opposite, that it's impossible to have only one of right. those. <laughs> or no, she maybe would agree with you though, yes, but the exactly. reason why no one does is she says gin and tonic makes you extremely lucid. lucid. And I, I would say mean can't. is what I usually say, but maybe I do. And not about you. I've never had an incident <laughs> no, with you on gin and No, tonic. it's accurate. No, but, you're right. You have never seen me that way, but let me tell you. And so happened. I was going to say by lucid, does she mean evil? Because my friends who drank it, I, maybe they're, them in a lucid state is bringing out their inherent nastiness. I don't know, but we had to like ban it from some of my friends. I was like, you cannot yeah. have Oh, I, I more than have one been banned myself. We yeah. did not know each other during this period in our time, in See? our lives. And let me tell you, it's the same. I, For me, I cannot speak. I don't know who you're talking about, although I probably know them. But like, <laughs> You do. Yeah. Who, whatever it is. For me, I can say that at that time in my life, I was so repressed about so many things that it did make me lucid. And what happened was the lucidity brought on the anger of all the shit I was repressing, like how I hated my life and I didn't know what I was doing and this is what I had worked up to and it was not what I wanted it to be. And But yet I'd put so much fucking time and energy and money into it and mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was ever going to get out of it or if I could ever get out of it and how was I going to make it through it. Oh, on many levels, on my career, my relationships, all of it. So I got fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, but it was, it was true lucidity. It really was not anger. I don't know that if I drank gin and tonic now, I would act the same way. I'm also not going to test that theory. <laughs> Correct. Yes. It's but just... at that time in my life, I had a lot going on. But when she said that, I agree with you. I stopped in my tracks because I was like, oh, I got a yes. lot of feelings on gin and tonic. Let's see where she's going with this. Yes. Yeah. Was so, I didn't even know that was a thing. And now here we are talking about it completely separate and experienced similar things. It's yeah. obviously real. It's a it's thing. It's a real thing. It is a thing. Clearly. Well, and one of my brother, older brother used to drink it too. And he wasn't the one I was talking about, but he... We t- he liked Tangeray at the time, which you know the bottle is yes. green, and I used to tell yeah. him, "I'm like the little green man oh. is out. You got it, the little green man, which was his little evil self." I was like, "Dude, put the little green oh. man back in the bottle because we are not. I don't right. like it when he oh, comes out so, to play." That's so interesting. Mine was Bombay Sapphire. Oh, okay. And the blue it was man, definitely the blue. The blue, the blue like a choking (laughs) dying person I guess but it was definitely I was a young lawyer and it was the first time I could uh, a afford but also b it was uh, always free like so I just yeah just drank so what do you think of the um breakfast in Kentucky drink though that she shares the recipe at the end would you drink that I, I would definitely try it I would I don't know if I would like it or not, but I'm into it. Yeah. I loved the idea. I loved all of the things she put together. It's, I mean, I'd actually like that as breakfast, frankly. Whiskey I mean, and eggs and bacon. And- all of those kind of cocktails. So first of all, I thought it was so cool. Like so many, how they smoked these drinks. Again, talk about the whole thing being a sensory experience. I mean, some of these drinks, even even her martini, like whatever the woman at the bar that we love mm-hmm. was drinking, just looked yes. beautiful. And I, but I don't think I would, that when he and her were drinking this um, breakfast in Kentucky, like yes, it I, and she's describing it. You know, she's like, "There's something yeah. smoky." Like I was getting so Sweet into it, and savory. Oh my god! But gosh. with these yes. drinks, I always like these like kind of like artisanal cocktails, whatever. I, I right. kind of only ever want like one or two sips. Like I, I don't, right? I don't think yes. I can drink them like agreed a, multiple ones. But oh, it sounds they sound so delicious. 
Yes. Oh, oh and, yeah. It, again, it's the sensory. It's a whole sensory experience. This. Yeah. This. This episode and this show. Frankly. And his puking. We we just have to. We can't forget yes. about his puking. He kind of didn't he did, end this which he one called, so well. He called it in the beginning. He's like, if I have more than one of these, I'm going to end up throwing up. And he, in fact, did. Yeah. Yeah. She walked with him though. You know. Get yeah. some air. Ah, this was so me. She was annoyed. But also, like, totally, she says, he stirs tender feelings, feelings inside in me. of me. I know. I can't explain it. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, you're now in trouble. I, mm-hmm. Yes, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yes. I, I loved that. I, that episode, just to me. And then also the the older woman and the younger guy, they kiss. They share this kiss that seems amazing. But then she's like, I live right here. I have to go. And he kind of understands she's married, which he didn't. He was like, I'll come in. And she's like, nope, uh, not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And then he's also like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the bar then because <laughs> I, I came here for a reason. But then he was like, oh, your husband uh, doesn't drink. And she's like, no, he does. Just not with me. And I was like, Ooh, mm, back to your yeah. side point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this was one of my favorites That's by great, far. Great episode. Yes, it was. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.